God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe of, of Christians, Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. My name is Brandon Dawson. I am the founder and ministry leader here with the Tribe of Christians, and I've got a very powerful prophetic message that I'm going to be sharing with you guys about this coming Jewish New Year for 5783 that will begin this coming September. I am calling the Year of Retribution. Now, the word retribution means to recompensate or reward, the dispensing or receiving of a reward or punishment. So 5783 is going to be a year concerning God's complete justice, a judgment occurring on both blessing and curse, depending on which side of the retribution you are on. And we are also going to see a completion of a season in a beginning of a brand new season. And I believe God is going to bring an end of a political and liberal era that began with Obama, and it's going to end with Biden and Harris, with some major changes that are on the way. Now, every year around this time, for the last five years, I have released an annual prophetic message concerning the Jewish New Year using the Hebrew calendar with the Hebrew alphabet in a system that is called Gematria. Now, there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet that represent both a letter and a number. And each letter has a pictograph that which can tell a story about that particular letter and its meaning in connections to the Bible and prophetic patterns that have occurred in the Bible and throughout history. So you can take the date of the Jewish year, you can compare it to the Hebrew alphabet, and in context of biblical prophecy and biblical patterns, you can discover a prophetic message for the coming year. Now, I have done this for the last five years, and so far, this system of prophecy has proven to be extremely accurate, very credible, especially in times of significant prophetic seasons. Now, every year that I do this, each prophetic message has come to pass. Now, for example, for the year for 2020, it was the Hebrew year 5780. Now, the Hebrew letter for the number 80 is the letter Pei, which symbolizes or it means the mouth to express and vocalize. Now, the Hebrew letter for Bet for the number 2 is also contained within the letter Pei, and it means house. Now, numerically speaking, the number 20 throughout the Bible also symbolizes a testing period completed by judgment, rather blessing or curse. So 
In the Bible, the number two also represents the vision. So therefore, that year we prophesied using uh, we prophesied concerning 2020 would not only be a significant year of revelation of this revealing of things, because a house is used not only for refuge but to conceal, but would also be a year of trial of te- of a testing period that would result in either judgment or blessing that would begin with the church, because according to the Bible. God's judgments always begin with his household, and the letter bet for the number two represents a house. And so, of course, 2020 turned out indeed to be a year of trial and tribulations, a year of revealing of corruption, and it did begin with God's household when states and local governments tried to force churches to close their doors during the pandemic. Now, the year 2020, last year, was the Hebrew year of 5781. The 21st Hebrew alphabet letter is the letter Shin, which means teeth, to press, sharp, and it can also symbolize or represent the divine judgment of God. So 5781 was in reality more of an extension of the year 5780 because 5780 was the year of the mouth, Pei, and 5781 was the year of Shin, the teeth. Teeth are an extension of the mouth and within the mouth. So that year, I prophesied, would not only be a year of continuation of 2020, but it would be even more severe. So 5781, not only we saw Joe Biden sworn into office, we saw massive abuses of power concerning lockdowns and mandates. And in many ways, 2021 was not only a continuation of 2020, but in my opinion, worse. So what we are seeing is this particular pattern occurring of the number two. And these years are working in pairs or in conjunction with one another. 2020 and 2021 were together, and so now 2022 and 2023 are together. So 5783 is going to be an extension of 5782. And if 2021 was the pinnacle or the climax of 2020, then it's safe to say that 23, 2023 is going to be the pinnacle or the climax of 2022. So in 5783, we're going to see a major escalation of things. And since the number two in the Bible represents division, and we have seen this consistent theme of division over the last two years, we're going to see that theme of division escalated even greater than before. Now, the way the Hebrew calendar works is is that it is a lunar-based calendar system, meaning that it's based upon the moon's cycles. A lot of the biblical feasts and Jewish festivals are determined by when the full moon occurs in certain seasons. And so the Hebrew calendar also operates in a period of seven-year cycles for a total of seven cycles, which equals 49 years. So that's seven sets of seven. The biblical significance of that symbolizes God's ordained order over all creation that was established since the very beginning during the first week of creation. So no matter what kind of evil stuff is happening, there are some things that are always going to remain constant, okay? One of those things is not only God and not only the Word of God, but this calendar system is one of those things that has never changed. Now, the seventh year of a seven-year cycle is a holy year of rest. It's known as a biblical Shemitah year. 
that concludes or ends that entire cycle. In biblical prophecy in the books of Jeremiah and in the books of Daniel concerning the end times, where the destruction of the temple occurs, the Jewish captivity and exile occurs, this is where we get Daniel's 70 weeks prophecy concerning the entire prophetic timeline, all the way up to the very rapture, the seven-year tribulation period. Now, the Shemitahs are also calculated, beginning from the destruction of the second temple. Then, after 49 years had been completed, which is seven cycles of seven-year periods, there occurs the 50th year that's known as a Jubilee year. Now, in the Bible, the Jubilee year or the 50th year, is a year of very significant liberation. In that year, captives are set free, slaves are set free, land is restored, debt is forgiven. It is also a year of retribution, this act of repayment or a judgment, rather blessing or curse, that is occurring. Now, for example, 2017 was the 50th year of Israel's recapturing of Jerusalem, which occurred June of 1967, during the Six-Day War. It was also a jubilee. So then that following year, in 2018, what happened? The U.S. moved its embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, strengthening Israel's sovereignty over Jerusalem as its capital. Now, this was also, it was also the 70th year anniversary, or the rebirth of Israel, which occurred May 5th of 19. 48. Now, this coming January of 23 will also be the 50th year anniversary of Roe v. Wade. That makes it a jubilee. And so it's no coincidence that we are seeing these major headlines right now in the news concerning the Supreme Court with this potential overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, if Roe v. Wade is in fact overturned this year, as early as probably this week or even the uh, end of this month, then we can assure retribution is coming that may begin as early as September of 5783, this coming September. And if it isn't overturned, justice is still coming. Now, 5783 also starts a brand new cycle. It will be the first year in this new seven-year cycle. And so we are not only going to see an escalation, where we're going to see a conclusionary point. With all of this, everything that has been happening over the last seven years and even the last 50 years since the Obama administration, since 2015, we're going to see this come to an end or a conclusionary point of this season, this current season of prophetic cycle. So there were two major, very major liberal and evil laws that were legalized in the year of 2015 and in 2019. Both of them were very extreme. One of them having to deal with marriage and the other one having to deal with pregnancy. So you guys do the math. All the signs point to God bringing this stuff into accountability. Folks, we're going to start, these people are going to start answering for this stuff. In particular, the liberals and the Democratic parties, the liberal churches who have helped to pass some of these extreme liberal agendas. God is not only bringing this stuff into account, he's putting an end to it. Now, to really understand the gravity, the entire picture of what's really taking place, to see the context, you have to understand the significance of 2022. 
because there is a very specific pattern that's occurring, dealing also with the number two. So if you don't understand what's happened in the last two years, uh, this coming year isn't going to make any sense to you. So this coming year has a lot to do with the church and with Christians. There is a very strong prophetic warning to the church and to the nation that you need to hear this and you need to know what's going on. And then I'll show you guys how this message is going to apply to you guys personally and also to your families. So the timing of these things, when they occur, are also significant and they matter. This year, 2022, the year we are in right now is the is a seventh Shemitah year, a seventh Shemitah holy year. The cycle that we are in began seven years ago, September of 2015, during President Obama. There were several major significant celestial events that also occurred with the moon and the sun on that Shemitah year, and also on the first year of this current cycle. There were two blood moons in the years of 2014 and 15 that fell on two significant Jewish festivals or holidays. Then, when this cycle began in 2015, on year one, there was also two blood moons that fell again on the two very same exact Jewish festivals. There was a total, there was also a total solar eclipse that happened in 2017, President Trump's first year in office. Those blood moons and the eclipse were, in fact, a grave warning to the U.S. connected to the passing of late-term abortion in 2019. The two-state solution plan between Israel and Palestine in 2020 and the pandemic that occurred over the last two years. There was also a blood moon this past May that fell on, the, on a significant Jewish festival of the second Passover. Now, if you didn't know that, there is, in fact, a second Passover that occurs that's recorded in the Bible. There will also be another blood moon that occurs on November 8th, the very morning of our midterm elections. So we're following a very similar pattern that has happened before. Now, if you want to learn more in depth about that, about the blood moons, that information is in another video that I published about the blood moons, so I'll make sure to add that link in the below or about section of the uh, comments of this video. Now, in order to understand the significance of 5783, okay, as I mentioned, you have to understand the significance behind the letter Tav for this year's Jewish year for 5782, the year of Tav Bet. 5782 was the year of Tav Bet. Remember, it's an extension, a continuation of last year. The letter Tav has three forms. Its more modern form symbolizes or it looks like a door frame or a doorpost. But the original ancient form of the letter Tav actually looks like an X or even a cross. The letter Tav also has two very significant meanings in which it means either to mark or it means truth. Now in the biblical sense, a person is marked by the truth by what they do and say, or what they don't do and what they say. So you see where this is going. In the book of Exodus, we see first this act of marking something, where we see the uh, first act of mark taking place. Where This is where the original word comes from, concerning the very first Passover, where the angel of death passed over Egypt, killing the firstborn child and firstborn animals. Now, Pay very close attention to this because this is extremely, very important. 
Exodus chapter 12, verse 7, God actually commanded the Israelites to put three, three distinctive marks of land's blood on their doorpost. One for each of the sides, for the left and the right, and then one for the top. And so this is also a foreshadowing or a picture of Jesus who would eventually be sacrificed as the Lamb of God for the sins of all mankind. And even more specifically, it was also an image of not just the cross, but all three crosses that would be present during the time of crucifixion of Jesus, where Jesus had the two thieves on either side of him. And if you look at the pictograph form of the letter Tav, it symbolizes that very act, the doorpost, and the marking of the doorpost that occurred during the Passover exodus. And so those who marked their doorpost with the land's blood, the angel of death would not enter that home and would pass over it. The blood of Jesus redeems us from eternal death and damnation to eternal life. Now there is another example, another occurrence of the word tov that's found in the Bible with this act of marking something. It's actually found in Ezekiel chapter 9 verses 4 through 6 concerning the destruction of the first temple. And in fact, this is where we get the new the New Testament passage of 1 Peter 4.17 concerning the end times, where Peter says, Judgment begins with God's household. So Ezekiel chapters 9, 1-6, through 6, I'm going to go ahead and read it for you in this context because it's very significant to understand what's taking place, what's happened, and what's going to happen. There's a foreshadowing or a prophetic pattern that we can see that's connected to this passage here. Now I heard him call out in a loud voice, Bring near to those who are appointed to execute judgment on the city, each with a weapon in his hand. Okay, this is talking about Jerusalem. And I saw six men coming from the direction of the upper gate, which faces north, each with a deadly weapon in his hand. With them was a man clothed in linen who had a riding kit at his side. They came in and they stood beside the bronze altar. Now the glory of God of Israel went up from above the cherubim, where it had been, and it moved to the threshold of the temple. Then the Lord called to the man clothed in linen, who had the riding kit at his side, and said to him, Go throughout the city of Jerusalem and put a mark on the foreheads of all those who grieve and lament over the detestable things that are done in it. Now real quick, a lot of you guys, when you think about putting a mark, on the forehead, you guys mostly think of the mark of the v, mark of the beast. You think of Revelation chapters uh, thirteen, and also Revelation chapter seven concerning the marking the ceiling of the hundred forty four thousand. Well, this is where it originated from. Now, verse five, I listened as he said to others, "Follow him through the city and kill without showing pity or compassion. Slaughter the old men, the young men, and the women, the mothers." And children, but do not touch anyone who has the mark. Begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the old men who were in front of the temple. Now, something else to mention here a lot of people uh, don't realize just how fierce God is. And in fact, this is the Lord. He's talking about uh, this is where accountability, or it comes from, where God's judgment first begins at his household. God isn't just full, the Lord just isn't just full of mercy and compassion and forgiveness, right? We're on a very limited, very, very limited time frame here. 
God is also full of just. He is absolutely full of truth and justice, and he hold, he brings to pass every promise and everything that he's commanded in his word. So God showed the Lord showed absolutely no compassion, no compassion, not just the men, but also women, mothers, and children. He slaughtered them all. God takes sin seriously, very serious. So that word from Mark is the Hebrew word or the letter Tav, and it means to mark, and it also means truth. So in both of these instances of this Tav, there's this act of marking, and therefore judgment can occur or happen, or before judgment can begin or happen, there is first this act of marking, an act of distinguishing the truth from the lie. Those belonging to the truth and those belonging to God who belong to Jesus and those who do not. Now, in Revelation, there are also, as I mentioned, two marks that occur. The mark of the beast, for those who worship the beast, and the mark of God, the mark and the seal of God. Okay, Both marks are put on the forehead. So first comes the mark, Revelation 7, with the 144,000 witnesses, their first mark and seal with God's seal of protection before judgment is executed. So in essence, you have this harvesting taking place, this separation that's occurring, this identification process that is happening. During 2022, there was this sense of this marking that took place, I believe, both in a literal, physical, and spiritual sense, dealing with the government mandates, with lockdowns, with censorship. Okay, this served as a very critical testing period it determined who was who, which folks stood upon the truth and who didn't. It also distinguished who complied and who didn't comply. While the government big, big tech has been censoring the truth, God has also been determining who belongs to the truth and who doesn't. And so now, if you look at the word Tav, all right, for 5782, the Israelites, they were commanded to place three marks on their doorposts, the size and the top. And so, it is going to be the Jewish year for 5783. That's what we're talking about, dealing with the number three. And so this is where 2022 connects to 2023, where this all comes into play. So there is a marking that occurs first before judgment can happen. The Israelites marked the doorpost before plague or death occurred. The prophet Ezekiel concerning at the temple, concerning Jerusalem, they marked the foreheads of those who were in, in the temple who grieved of the sins that were being committed. They marked, they marked their foreheads first before the judgment and destruction of the temple in Jerusalem began, before Babylon's conquest of Israel started. So, And then again, in Revelation, the mark is given before judgment starts occurring. Now, the third letter in the Hebrew alphabet for the Hebrew year 5783 is the word Gimel. Now, the pictograph for the letter Gimel looks like a camel, where the classical form of the letter actually looks like a man that's constructed from the Hebrew Vav and a Yod, and it actually points to the left, indicating the direction that the man is walking. That's very significant, especially concerning the Democratic and Liberal parties. Now, the word Gimel is actually derived from the Hebrew word, from a uh, Hebrew root word of Gemul, I believe it's spelled G-E-M-U-L in the English. That word means repayment. 
or the giving of a reward or punishment. Now the year 5782-2022, the year of top bet. Okay, there's this marking that's taking place. There's this act of testing, right? There's also an end of a cycle occurring. The end of the Shemitah Holy Year. And going into 5783, the Gemel, there is... The Jubilee of Roe v. Wade. The pictograph of Gimel, the Yah that's pointing to the left, and its root word, which means justified punishment or repayment. So when you put it all together and in context over the last 50 years, beginning with Roe v. Wade, and then in context over the last seven years, 2015 was also the year when gay marriage was legalized in the U.S. through a liberal Supreme Court. And if this year marks the end of a cycle, the end of a period, this end of a season, and if the mark occurs before judgment is executed, then we can say that an era of anti-biblical laws and acts are, that were occurring, not only coming to an end, but it's about to be judged. 2020 and the pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, was not the main act. It was the prelude. The marking that took place, the testing period, the distinguishment between truth and lie, real from fake, authentic from counterfeit. So what does that mean? How does that apply to the nation? And how does this apply to the church? And how will this affect you and I personally and in our families? Now, first, concerning the nation, this means that judgments are indeed about to occur over our nation in this current administration greater than what we have seen over the last two years. Everything these people have put forward that has gone against God in the Bible, the persecution of Christians, the censorship of the truth, liberalism, God's putting an end to it. He's putting a stop to it. He said it's enough. We are seeing this right now with inflation. Okay, We're seeing this with the gas prices, the supply shortages. The war that's going on with Russia, and I believe will soon include China. This stuff is targeted for those who don't have faith, who don't have the endurance of the Lord, the endurance of God through the Holy Spirit. They aren't going to make it through this stuff without Jesus. And I believe this is the end. This is absolutely going to be the extinction of the Democratic Party as we know it. Now, secondly, concerning the church. We're about to find out who is who, just like in the Exodus, just like what occurred with the first temple. Judgment first begins with God's household. So just as the plague was used to target Christians and churches, all those fake prosperity churches out there, all the fake imitators of Christianity, those who claim to be authentically Christian, God has already marked everybody. And so the Lord is about to bring judgment on those people and on those churches. They're going to cease to exist one way or another. It's going to be the most horrific time to be a prosperity church or a prosperity pastor or a fake Christian. Okay, there's absolutely no way in the world that these folks are going to be able to fake their way through what God is about to do. God's going to close the financial doors on them. And all, among all these other things that are about to happen, they're no longer going to be able to operate. Now, some of you guys, I know what some of y'all might be thinking. Jesus would never do that. You know, Jesus is kind, he's merciful, and he's compassionate. You know, as we read in, in the Ezekiel concerning the judgment of the temple, he didn't spare anybody. And then if you read in the 
first few books of Revelation concerning the seven churches of Revelation. Just read the words of Jesus, what he says, the warnings that he gives to each of those churches, and he tells them to repent. One of the churches, he tells them that he's going to bring tremendous suffering and sorrow upon them if they don't repent. So just read just read what Jesus says to those churches if you have any question or a doubt about who Jesus or the Lord God is. He is fierce, merciful, but fierce. All those liberal churches who played a major part in passing abortion and late-term abortion, God is about to deal with them worse than what he did with the seven churches of Revelation, and they're about to find out exactly who the Lord God Jesus is really is because there is a not just an issue with these prosperity churches there's a major issue with liberal churches severe left-wing liberal leaning churches god is about to deal with them now thirdly concerning personally how this applies to your personal lives to our personal lives and our family again look what happened in exodus the retribution is coming correction is coming Judgment is coming. So this is most certainly a time to make sure your household is in order. So if you are someone who has been faithful, if you've been obedient, you've been living the life, your life according to the Word of God in truth and in spirit, someone who has been in complete truth, whatever wrong that's been committed against you is about to be rectified. And not just rectified, but amplified, exactly as the Bible tells us, how a thief must pay back over sevenfold the amount that was stolen. Well, your time of reaping is coming. The sevenfold is coming. You're finally going to be the one that comes out on top of all of this. Now, for everybody else, most likely all the people who probably will never watch this video, their time's up. They're going to answer for every vote that they casted. They're going to answer for every idle word that they put forth, for every wrong thing that they've done, for the bloodshed that has been shed. The war with Russia is not going away. It's getting worse. China, at some point, they are going to enter the war. Look at the inflation and the rising prices that are happening. There is an economic hurricane on the horizon, and it's coming. These things that are happening are not just the incompetence of a liberal or democratic agenda, okay? These things are also the judgments of God that are happening. It's going to get worse. But the, for those folks who have been diligent, the folks who have been watching, who have been preparing, who have been paying attention, who have been doing what they're supposed to be doing, they're the ones that are going to come up top. Blessing. They're going to be more blessed and greater than they have ever been. Jesus tells us in Matthew 25, 29, to those who use well with what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. In other words, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, the people who aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing, even what little they have, God's going to take it away from them, and it's going to be redistributed to the people who have, the ones who are doing what they're supposed to be doing. So guys, that's going to conclude this message and teaching. I hope that this has encouraged you to let you know that uh, judgment, justice, retribution, blessing, and curse, all this stuff is on its way.
Now, if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to get in touch with me through our website, tribeofchristians.com, or send me an email, brandon at tribeofchristians.com, or just comment below. Now, as always, guys, stay encouraged. Keep running your race. Keep fighting the good fight of faith and never lose hope.